And it is another afternoon here on 97.3 CTFM, bringing you the Auto Show. Remember the hashtag for this show is Total Auto Show, and the show is proudly, proudly sponsored by Total Quads. We present to you the brand new one. The Quads 9000 Future GF50W20. Yes, 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 yes. If you can hear my voice now, I am a Kwame, and this show, well, with this show, you already know. If you don't, well, if you have issues with your car, if you have, you know, you like conversations about cars, you want to know more about how they work, what to do and what not to do, this is where you need to be. And I'm going to be in the studio with Mr. Jacob Mensa of Brian's Toyota, excellent engineer, and he's got you from now till 5 p.m., and yes, with support from the man, Jeffrey Sapon, making sure that we get your messages, the phone calls, and everything coming through. So it's a three-man team here, and we're good. We're good, just like you. So we're ready for conversation, and uh, like I said last week, we're going to be uh, recapping a lot of the things we've done this season, or this year, if I should put it that way. Topics that you really, really, really engaged us on. And by engagement, I mean sending your messages, calling, which I'm going to open the phone lines for you uh, halfway through the show for you to call and tell us what's going on with you. But before we continue our conversation, last week we were talking about uh, fuel consumption and how to make the most of your fuel that you buy. The things to note, and we talked uh, about, oh, we just crashed the service. Today we're going to look at maintenance practices. After maintenance practices, we're going to look at driving habits. But send in your messages to 0549-986-996. That is 0549-986-996. Uh, I do have a message on Twitter, which we're going to look at first before we even begin our conversation. We usually do that when we have emails and messages before the show. And we'll begin our conversation. So if you're ready like I am, this is the Auto Show and you're welcome to it. Stick around, you will enjoy. Hey, Charlie, check this. You don't feel out. The sound of this engine. Music to my ears. I tell you. But you check your engine oil. Ah, I always they tell you at the check. I've told you I only use Total Quartz engine oils. With its age resistant technology, it keeps your engine younger. 
for longer. Sit down, let me tell you more. Total Quartz has introduced a new one, Seth. I remember Quartz 9000 Future Zero W20. Right? Thank you. It's made mainly for the latest generation engines. Quartz Future Zero W20. It ensure excellent engine protection and cleanliness whilst reducing your fuel consumption so it is save money. The Quartz Nation movement too. Mr. Money, Rogozon, and Bobo Nyele. All 10 Quartz ambassadors now. You did there. What? Massa, straight to the nearest total filling station. Oh. Total Quartz. Keep your engine younger for longer. Can't touch this. All right, so we're here. Ready to go, ready to rumble. Send in your messages to the show on 0549-986-996. That is 0549-986-996. This message here uh, came even before the show begun. And uh, he says, hi, Kwame, please. I have a Chevy Cruze. Every time we start the car in the morning, we get this reading on the dashboard. Engine power down. We've done everything that we can do. Mechanics everywhere. No avail. Can you guys give us a remedy to it, please? Engine well, power down. That's what comes on the dashboard. Well, well that, that seems a little... But if the engine power is down, does he, I'm not sure it has the same sign throughout. But what it means is that there's a problem on the engine. Uh, I don't know what he says have been down on the car. But engine power being down can come from many sources. If the timing is not good, it can have a power drop. If power plugs are not good, to give a power drop. If the engine, uh, the rings are getting worn, uh, or it's worn, you are going to leak power, so you give a power drop. If the valves are not sitting well, there could be so many things. So I don't know what the mechanics have looked at. It's better for them to have a physical examination of the spark plugs, air cleaner, so check whether the timing is correct, and also check the engine for for compression pressure and they know whether there's a, a problem there but that's what i can say because I do, i'm not too sure i wish i knew more whether yeah whether, whether when they just warm that Stops side goes off or, i cannot tell yeah please uh, or maybe the, maybe the tuning is no good or something yeah. i don't know if maybe can call it a concern more if, if you're listening kindly um try and call us when we open the phone lines or send a follow-up message on uh, what happens after this comes on your dashboard i was going to see screen <laughs> anyway yeah so last week we were doing a uh, fuel consumption and we scratched the service on that one we didn't talk about maintenance we only did the parts of the car that you know yeah. are affected by or contribute mm. to fuel consumption the tires you know your engine everything whatever it means right so today we're going to look at the maintenance practices and then if we have the time, we're going to look at um, driving habits that you should yes. avoid okay. before we open the phone lines. Okay, that's hopefully. Fine. Yeah. Yes. Uh, for maintenance, we already mentioned, as you rightly said, yeah. the condition of the engine, the tune-up of the engine, spark plugs, all those things. They're making sure you have the correct uh, tire pressure and then the correct uh, uh what do you call it? State of the car. That's what I'm going to say. Now we are talking about uh, maintenance. Yeah, what we said was that when we want to maintain the car, it's not a matter of every part is a part. No. For instance, if you take, let's say, the oil, not every oil is oil. Yeah. There may be oil, but they may not be able to, when the car is uh, just running. Yeah. 
So we advise that you go for the specific type of oil or a better specified oil for your car. Then can be sure that the resistance comes from the oil as the engine components or the crankshaft tanks will be at the minimum. By all means, there will be some losses. The engine power, there have been some losses before it gets to the wheels. And the power comes from the fuel that you are burning. So as much as possible, we try to minimize the losses. Yeah. So if you use the correct engine oil, then you are sure that the losses that will come as a result of friction or as a result of the weight of the engine oil will be minimal. Then you can improve upon fuel consumption. The same thing, if you had a clean oil, the correct uh, oil, but the oil filter is not proper or is not good. If I talk about oil filter, it's not what you're holding your hand, the metal or the one. Your main concern is what is inside. Inside, yeah. There are some oil filters now which are actually paper. They can actually see them without any metal around them. Because it goes into a case on the engine yeah. and you couple it. That one to the paper... The quality of that paper that they use and the porosity, that's the, 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 the hose that's what allow the oil to go. It's very, very important. Um, does this paper usually feel like cotton? Uh, in a way, you can feel that way. Uh, it's a little hard, but it's a little rough, a little yeah. softer. Uh, it's a bit so, thick. Yes, yeah, a bit thick, and it's folded in a particular way. Okay. That's, uh, uh, so, the quality of the spare part mm-hmm. is very key. So don't say that oh this part is sold at hundred, it's sold twenty CDC is the same. It's not the same. If they are the same, then that that disparity or that that big gap yeah. of twenty to twenty to hundred will be too much. So please, when they are lying down, the parts are lying there, you may not be able to pick which one is correct, which is not correct, which is fake. You may not know. What is important is the source, where you buy it from. Then if you can try the source, you are ready to go. So use the correct oil, oil filter. They sell plus your fuel filter. It's also the same. Go for genuine. You bought the car. Because if you are not careful, you use imitated uh, parts. You can end up with high fuel consumption, also damage to your engine. I've actually seen some before. When somebody went to service a car, just after changing the engine oil, or you also on its way, when they saw the oil light, pressure light coming on, yeah, you went back to a mechanic. Mechanic said, "Oh, it, it, it will go off after some time. The guy drove within some few kilometers, the engine was down. All because of the wrong oil filter used. So in, in his case, he didn't even enjoy the car to even consume more fuel, but rather lost his engine. So pay attention to the parts that you use. The same applies to a fuel filter, your spark plugs. Everything you are using, please don't risk imitation. You're going to risk imitation if your shock is over, fine. But because your shock is over, <laughs> if your shock is over, goes bad. Well, you know, you will not lose your life. Yeah, I mean, under normal circumstances, under normal. Uh, normal, you may. It, it will fail. You may, under normal circumstances, quite to fail early. You hear the sound, you hear that there's so much noise in the car. But the one in the engine, you can actually get the engine kaput. When the engine is gone, it's gone. So please, don't, uh, yeah. I, I would advise if you had the money. And then you can afford. If you cannot afford, that means you are not ready to use the car. But maybe you need it. Find a way of getting very good parts. I mean, if I say good, the imitation, there are also good parts in the system. There are original ones. There are some which are also original. Not probably not the manufacturer's brand. But another manufacturer, maybe the car I buy is maybe uh, manufacturer's K. 
the K has its own spare part. They can be under manufacturers also make, making parts for K. Yeah. So if you buy from them, you, can, you should be able to get better uh, quality. Spare, quality well. Yeah. So that one is uh, also very, very key. And then if you are maintaining, it's not a matter of just taking the oil and then putting it in. After putting it in, there are a lot of things that should be checked because if your engine is running well, but there's a resistance in your propeller shaft, yeah. you don't have proper greasing, or your gearbox, the oil or the transmission oil is no good, then that could also affect your car's performance. If everything is all right, properly maintained, very good spare parts, everything is all right, but you are bad fuel, that one too you consume. Because the quality of the fuel is very, very important. The octane rating of the fuel, you have octane for diesel and the octane for petrol cars. These are very important. So you, you, you're supposed to, apart from having your car in top condition, your tires are right, your air filter is right, engine oil, uh, fuel, uh, fuel filter, uh, oil filter, all of them are being right. If the fuel that you buy has very low quality, you're going to burn them. Because you're not going to be able to release the enough power for you to, 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 to drive. Yeah. In that case, you, you burn more fuel and then you don't travel much distance. Uh, so that's also very key. The condition of your transmission is also important. So uh, these are the things that you look at for in your maintenance. Make sure your car is maintained by a qualified technician and then you're using the correct spare parts for you. Don't try to cut corners because because if you cut corners, you pay back to the consumption that you are the full high consumption. Yeah, and that's what you are trying to avoid. Yeah, that's what you are trying to avoid. You also pay back power because you have your engine damaged. And imagine you overtaking a car and your engine your engine seizes. Mm. Your life is also in danger. Yeah. So why put why 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 put your life in danger? So so that's that's about <laughs> okay. So yes, uh, we're looking at maintenance. And driving habits for today, we'll open the phone lines for you to call in and tell us what uh, problems you may be having with your car, make any suggestions that you may want to make on the show. I'll go through some of your messages as well, but you can send uh, your message to 0549 986 996. 0549 986 996. Now, the Total Petroleum is continuously a fully synthetic fuel economy engine oil, specially formulated with age resistance technology. That's ART for the latest generation engines that require 0W20 or a viscosity grade in its class. Quartz 9000 Future GF5 0W20 reduces your fuel consumption, it increases your oil change interval. Uh, ensures excellent engine protection and cleanliness, protects emission control systems, and reduces the release of harmful emissions into the environment. Total Quartz 9000 Future GF50 W20 delivers beyond performance. Total Quartz engine oil keep your engine younger for longer. Now, before we go into the driving habits or things you should not do. This one says, hi, I use a Toyota Corolla 2009 model. My silencer in the exhaust pipe is rusted and makes noise. I've been advised to allow the exhaust pipe uh, cut for the rusted stuff to be removed. 
how would that affect the performance of my car, please? The mechanic says there will be no problem. Eugene is uh, sending a message from Empire. So. Yeah, Eugene, I really don't know what is in the mechanic's mind as to what is going to change, but it's not the, there shouldn't be any problem if you take off the damaged muffler, what you are calling uh, the silencer. silencer, and then put another one there. But if you're just going to cut it, remove the inside component and freeze the hollow body there, then that's not correct. Yeah. So you can take off the portion which is rusted and then put another complete portion there. I mean, part there. That one, there shouldn't be any problem. Okay. So you have So replace the silencer. Yes. Just replace it. Yes. No problem. All right. So now let's look at driving habits before we open the phone lines a bit for people to... Yes. The driving habits, I will talk about some we know, some to look at it trivia, but if you obey, that is going to help you. Yes. Uh, why do we even drive in the first? Because we have a journey to make, right? Yes. Yeah. So normally, we advise that you should plan your journeys properly. Yeah. Sometimes you have to do some stops. So if you are going, it's better for you to decide the journeys you are going to combine journeys. Maybe you are visiting or you have some programs. Yeah. These programs are on the same road. Then you plan them or they are close to each other. You, sh- you can look at them and plan them. Because if you're able to really cut off one kilometer, you save some fuel. A lot. One <laughs> kilometer is a lot. <laughs> yeah, because you can, you can be doing uh, uh, maybe seven kilometers or eight kilometers per liter. So if you cut off one, it's about one-eighth of a liter. Uh, uh, yeah, saved. You have been saved. And that, that, that over a period of time will save you. So please, don't just drive because you have too much. You are full in the car. You are just driving around. No. Combine, plan your, plan your journeys and then combine those you can combine. Yeah. Back and forth. And then Back and forth. And yeah, you are yeah. going here. You come here. No, 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 no. Then when you sit behind the steer, please, when you decide to load your car, remember... The more you load your car, the more heavier the car becomes. And once the car is heavy, then you are likely or you are supposed to bear more fuel to overcome the excess weight. So even if, so even if you are traveling, please watch your luggage. Don't overstuff your car. Okay, that, the weight also... The weight also plays a very big role. Okay. And even sometimes, if you are supposed to even put your, your weight or the load on the top of the car, yeah. the weight is arranged. Can also affect your consumption if it tilts to one side. Yes, or if, if you don't arrange it well, so that it, it kind it's of balanced. blocks, uh, kind of blocks the wind. Okay, then it can also create a resistance for you. Okay, yeah. So those who also load on the top, so you see some of the vehicles on the road, they loaded it very high. They put a lot of things on the top. No, it doesn't. So you it, ra- you raise the center of gravity that's aside, but for conjunction, the weight is too much. Right. And as you are zoom, as you are zooming, the wind aerodynamics comes in. Yeah. So you have to use a, a little more power to cut through the wind. Wind, yeah. So that also slows you down. There's more... Uh, Fuel. Yeah, so you, you consume fuel because of the resistance that comes from there. Right. Then, this, this thing is very difficult to do, but if you keep it, it will help you. Please, as much as possible, avoid hard accelerations. Sometimes you're behind some car, you want to... Some people drive so carelessly. You want to overtake six cars at a stretch. Apart from you putting your life in danger, you're also wasting for unnecessarily. Because you are, you are pressing on the accelerator pedal hard. You are flooring. They say, I want to flood the accelerator. I want to flood the pedal. That one is also consuming fuel. Yeah. Because the harder you press or the harder you drive, the aggressive driving will make you waste fuel. It also stress you. 
mind you, because you are stressed. You are speeding. You are stepping on accelerator unnecessarily. Yeah. You are stressed. You don't know what's going to happen. It's probably going to cross me. At the same time, because you are you are pressing hard, you are revving engine at very high uh, revolutions. Yes. So you, you tend to consume fuel and waste the fuel. Because the engine is running too fast, you waste a lot of the fuel. So we normally advise that uh, it's better for you to keep the road uh, speed limits. Because yeah. normally, uh, if you drive between 70 kilometers per hour to about 80, 90, you have a better consumption in that range. Better consumption in that range. If you hit 100 and above, you're in, uh, you don't have better consumption there. And then most of the time, our, our roads, the highways are 80 per hour. It's the motor which is 100, but now it's even de- deteriorating. So uh, I shout out to say it's yeah, 100. No, 100. I would not yeah, advise you no, no, to, don't do, to that. do that. Huh? So if you keep to the, the, the speed limits, you tend to save fuel. Sometimes you think that, oh, uh, uh, I'm in a hurry. But the certain is that sometimes you, you speed so much, you step on the so much, you can't meet traffic. You stay driving for about 30 minutes to one hour. They say that all that thing is wasted. There are also some people, you'll be driving, he sees traffic ahead of him. He will never slow down. You can continue pumping the accelerator until he gets close to traffic and start hitting the brakes. So hard braking. Hard braking is also must be avoided. Because you are speeding at top speed, then you are, you, are, you, are, you are now pressing on the brake so that the car comes to a stop in a short time. All that power generator is wasted. But if you are slowed down, Look at the traffic ahead of you and slow down. And they, and they choose your gears in such a way that by the time you get close to the traffic, you can just step on the brake and they come to a, 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 a very appreciable uh, speed. That, that is safer for you to drive. Then you, don't, you don't do that hard, uh, hard braking. Because hard braking, apart from wasting your fuel, also burns your, your brake parts. They wear them faster. Yeah. So it, you tend to... You have seen people who are changing their brake parts under, under 10,000 kilometers under 20. I've also seen some who have been changed after 30,000 kilometers because they're driving pattern. Yeah. One is speeding and braking. Under 10,000? Under 10,000, yes. So I've what seen are some you doing? Hey, wow. hey, I'm telling you, we see, we see a lot of things. So under 10,000 almost feels like every time you go for servicing, you're changing brake parts. Yes, it means, it means that the way they, buy, they travel here and there. Oh. Some do it 15,000, some 20. I've seen some where the same brake parts go to about 25,000, 30,000 yeah. before they are replaced. Because the driving pattern is very, very key. And then choosing your gears is very key. Sometimes you sit in a taxi, see the guy, he's just shifting your gears. As soon as you take off, no second, third, fourth, by the time you're aware, he's, at, he's in the fifth gear, I mean, he's doing just about 40 kilometers per hour. He's wasting it. Wasting. So make sure you drive in the right gears. They are very key. Don't drive too low, gears in too low. Maybe you are, you are in second and you are stretching to do about 60 per hour or 80 per hour. You are wasting your fuel. You are, you, are, you, are, you are stressing Stretching, too much. Yeah. But don't be at uh, fifth gear when you are doing 40 kilometers per hour. It's also waste. Right. <laughs> you understand it? <laughs> so these are some of the driving patterns that you should be careful of. And then make sure that you are safe <laughs> when you are on the road. Yeah. Your tires are good. You are not necessarily speeding. You are safe. And then this is what the way I'm going to end it. As the questions come out, I'll, go, I'll do the rest. All right. Um, let me open the phone lines real quick. 0302-224959. That is 0302-224959 or 0302 You're listening to The Auto Show. My name is Jose Kwame. And if you have any questions, if you have any issues with your car, you want to call into the studio... 
and state your issue or get some recommendations do so via these numbers that i just mentioned and this one says good afternoon kwame what does it mean when i see black dry deposits in my exhaust pipe because i do see some in my pipe That's i don't from. know what i say diesel car petrol car but the deposits you can let a mechanic examine them if it is dry and they are not consuming fuel yeah. You're not consuming oil, then there's nothing to worry about. Sometimes it could be the air cleaner, which is not very clean. Yeah. So let the mechanic examine the type of deposits uh, you are talking about. If they are bad, you know. Yeah. Because if they are oily, it means that you're burning, that you're burning oil. Huh? Yeah. Uh, if, if it's dry, you could be burning right. But examine, uh, let, let them look at the air cleaner and they see the state of the air cleaner. But I don't think you have any issues. All right. Let me take this phone call. Hello? Yeah, hello. Good evening. Hi, good evening. Welcome to the show. Your name and where you're calling from, please. I'm Emerald, calling from Central Maria. All right. What do you have for us, please? Okay. I have an issue with my fuel. Anytime I I buy a fuel, no matter how the gauge is, the engine doesn't stand on. I have to keep sparking and sparking and sparking. I don't know what it is. I've taken it to a mechanic shop so many times. The is it at a service station when you buy the fuel? You, it's difficult when to I start. Buy fu- yes, it's difficult to start. At the service station when you are there? Yes, at there. Okay. But afterwards, it doesn't keep doing it. It, it. it comes normal after the first try. Right. Well, Emerald, what has happened with your car is to do what you call evaporative emission control system. I don't know what type of car do you drive. It's a chibolet. It's a chibolet. Yeah, let your mechanic check. Normally, it's on the fuel system. You see, what's happening is that sometimes you have fuel because of temperature and others, the fuel becomes vaporized. Okay. That vapor, from time to time, is allowed to go into the engine to go and burn there. There's a valve which does the control, just like you have a pipe in your house. If the pipe is not closing well, you have the water flowing. And the water overflows into your uh, your bucket. You are flooding. Yeah. As much as happened, the valve, I'm sh- I suspect, is stuck in the open position. So when you're in the filling station, you are filling the fuel. Some vapor is generated, and that vapor escapes that valve, and it gets into the engine even before it starts starting. So after 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 fueling, when you want to start to turn the key, more fuel is injected. That vaporized fuel which has gone in is added to what you are injecting becomes too much. So the engine stalls. We call the engine is stalling. There's too much fuel, more than air. So you, are, you find it difficult to start. If you want to start it easily, then you will have to ha- uh, put your, your feet or uh, your foot on there as a little pedal halfway. Okay. Then start. If uh, In that case, once, you, once your foot is, uh, is on the pedal halfway, you are starting. It allows more air to come in. That makes it easier for you to start. But the permanent solution is to look for the vaporative control uh, system valve. And then they should change that valve. That, sh- that should help you out. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. Okay. All right. So the phone line again is zero three zero two 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 four nine five nine zero three zero two two three zero zero seven You can call and ask your questions. In the meantime, um, can a faulty control board cause a car not to pull well? Yes, because the control board just like the hat. All the information on the car is sent into a control as you are driving. The speed of the car, the speed of the wheels, 
the the throttle, how 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 open, how have you step out straight? They're all going to a control board. Yeah. And the control board is the one which monitors and allows the ignition to come on or off, allowing the fuel to come in, metering the fuel. Yeah. So yes, a bad control board can cause fuel congestion. But please, before you say the control board, check all the other things before because most of the time the control board may not be the fault. Okay. Just power plugs, your air filter, your timing. Okay, there's those elements as well. Yeah. All right, let me take this phone call. Hello? Hello? Hi, welcome to the show. Thank you. My name is Roger. Roger? Yes. Right. What do you have for us today? Okay, so this is like a follow-up question from what the lady asked earlier. Okay. Uh, I, I have the same problem, and it's a stimulus part that I'm trying. Okay. Yes, so when you buy fuel, mm-hmm. the first that uh, I have to like uh, apply the accelerator, mm. And then it's that. But afterwards, you will hear this funny smell from the exhaust. Yes. Then after that, I mean, from there, the second going, it's all okay. Yes. And I initially, I thought it was maybe the fuel control, uh, maybe the fuel pump. No. But from here, from what you're saying... Emission now, control like system. Yes, emission control system. Uh, it's a valve. Emission control system. That's yeah, there's a, valve, there's a valve. There's a valve. I don't know why the Chevrolet is, but most cars, they are very mm. close to the air, they are very close to the air filter. Okay. The case the most valuable that they are there, you see the uh, the the fuel line comes there and it goes into the uh, intake manifold. So if if your mechanic you know if you don't know, you should just Google it on that for the car. You know where it's located. Then you can change. Okay. You can look at it for years. Okay, fuel emission control system. system. Yes, you should look for the valve on it. Yeah. The valve on it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll Pledge. try. I'll you can. Try, you can. Yeah. I appreciate your Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. 0302 Hello, Mr. Mensa. I drive a, a 2008 RX 350. No, yeah. I noticed that when it gets to the evening, the transmission behaves strangely. When you slow down and you re-accelerate, the engine revs abnormally before the gear changes. You realize the RPM rises abnormally before it even changes another gear. It drives normal during the daytime, but as soon as night falls, it behaves like this. <laughs> money from Tema. Let's, let's, let me just pick this phone call real quick and then we'll answer money. Hello? Hello, good evening. Hi, good evening. Welcome to the show. Where your name and where you're calling from? I'm very fine, thank you. This is Haruna calling from ours. All right, Haruna. What do you have for us? When I'm driving, you see the tire just went off. When I park it, it's high. Can you please lower the volume on your radio set? Okay, sorry. eh? Yeah. I think it's okay. Mm. Yeah, it's perfect now. You see, the, the fire goes off. When I spark, I switch in the switcher. It's not a switch. You are not getting it. Unless I switch off again, switch time, spark it, then you rise up before it comes to normal. When you are moving, I switch in it. It's not moving. It's not picking it. It takes some time before. That's my problem. Please, it's likely to do the acceleration, the, the uh, acceleration, because uh, they are... For some of the cars, you have sensors on the center pedal. Sometimes on the it's, it's on the uh, what do you call it the throttle con- the throttle the throttle system. It's on the sort of they have it there. So let your technician have a look at that one, and also look at the condition of the engine. I don't know whether you have enough fuel coming. I cannot tell. Whether the engine is properly tuned, whether the spark plug is good, I cannot tell. 
So your fuel, the fuel system could be a factor. And then the aspiration, where, when it's up on the plate, the, the amount of air that comes in or the throttle position sensor or the throttle system itself. So then the technician have a look at the condition of the engine, your spark plugs, the engine timing, and then the throttle system. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Now let's answer money. Hmm. Money. Had, uh, money. From what I described, I'm not too sure, but I suspect your automatic transmission fluid quality may be a problem, or the level could be a problem. Okay. Or the transmission itself is slipping. But why I suspect. Others, the level is that it says when the when when uh, when you uh, slow, slow down, down and you want to say the engine yeah. rests abnormally. abnormally before the gear changes. It means the engine have to go high before the engine changes yeah. for the tr- gearbox changes yeah. the transmission. Yeah, meaning that it could be slipping because it doesn't change on time or your tr- or your throttle body has a problem. Yeah, but if there's a if there's a problem on the throttle body, uh, so the 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 sonar switches, the check lights should come on so you can diagnose for the throttle. Sorry for the transmission. Yeah. But I also suppose that I say when when the temperature is talking about temperature when when the night falls. So I suspect that if its transmission fluid quality is not good, then it is likely that you see when when you start the car in the morning transmission level, the when the heat when the, when it's hot the trans, the fluid will change. Yeah. You have you have cold level and then and the hot level. When it's, you have cold minimum maximum and the hot. Minimum maximum. Yeah. So I, w- I would advise you to check the level of transmission fluid. Whether it's up to the minimum. You should check it when it is cold. Make sure it's, either the, it's, it's between the cold minimum or cold maximum. Uh, the, 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 the worst is to be at the cold, mi- cold minimum. And, 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 and the, the best to be at the cold maximum. And then when the engine has been, or we drain the car for about 10, 20 minutes, you can check it again for the hot uh, level. So I suspect it's more of transmission problem. If transmission fluid could be bad, or the level is not up to the mark, or the transmission itself, there's a problem within the transmission. Yeah. Okay, let me take this uh, phone call and go through more of your messages before we... Uh, yeah. Hello? Hello, sir. Hi. Welcome to the show. Your name and where you're calling from? Uh, my name is Abdul. I'm calling from... I'm driving to Accra. <laughs> okay. I wanted to ask your guest if uh, your host, if he has a shop. I have a Porsche and I would like him to take a look at it because the battery keeps falling off every now and then. But okay. I don't want a theoretical answer. I'd rather if he... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but that theory cannot fix. Theory and parties go together. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. it, but yeah, what, yeah. What, what I would say is, uh, Mr. Mensah is a Toyota specialist, so he doesn't work on Porsches and other brands. But we advise oh. on all cars. We can, he can advise you. And your mechanic okay. will do it to work. And your mechanic will do it for you. It should okay. work if he does it well. Because if you also understand what you are being told and you explain to the mechanic, yeah. it's highly unlikely that he will cheat you out of something that you don't want to do. Because you understand okay. the mechanics now. Okay. Yeah. So um, I would give you his number. You can call him. He can give I you advice on. Him. Yes. So. Okay. Um, I don't know how you're going to dial it, but it's zero but two. Just give it to me. Yeah. Zero two zero eight. Zero two zero eight. Zero eight. Yeah. One three. One three. Eight zero. Eight 
Yeah, that's it. So you can call him after the show and then he can uh, help you out. 0208 13 13 80 80 13 yes. okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. All right, so yeah, and uh, we're going to go through the last bits of your messages before the show ends. So this one says, my problem is that my car jerks when at a lower gear. What could be the problem? Can I have the number? I've just mentioned the number. So yeah, um, jerking was as a um, lower gear. I mean, at a lower gear. Yeah, lower gear. If it's if it's the other speed is not right, it can it can it can jack at lower gears. If the tuning is not right, the tuning is not right, it can also jack at lower gears. So I would advise him to let his technician drive the car, have a feel of it, they can help. Because jacking can be it can be there are so many causes of jacking. Timing, spark plugs, air filter, uh, transmission, even uh, the gear size in and all those things. They can all cause problems. Hello, Auto Show team. Uh, um, good afternoon, please. I drive... Uh, wait, is this, this is a mm. bit... That's incomplete. Yeah, it's incomplete. Let's, let's find it. <laughs> Hello, Auto Show team. I use a Hyundai accent. My dashboard shakes. Shakes. Wow. Mm. I was made to change... Hey, Jeff. I was made to change the sensor, but it still shakes. What mm. might be wrong? No, but a dashboard shaking and sensor, I don't understand. Because if you say the dashboard is shaking, <laughs> the dashboard is when you sit in the car, where you have the panels, what you see. If it's not properly fixed, it will shake. It should be, it should be, it should be fixed securely to the car. Yeah. So a sensor, I don't know. I don't know whether it's after you change the sensor, it is shaking because maybe they took it off. Change the sensor, they couldn't, they didn't fix it properly. It's yeah. not very secured. Yeah. But if you are changing the sensor because the dashboard is shaking. I, I wonder. I don't. I don't. I, I, I don't see the connection. Okay. Um, this one says, "How many miles should I drive my new Toyota Hilux SR5 before first servicing? If it's brand new and How you actually, yeah, you actually got it from brand new. Uh, you got it from the showroom. Uh, they will tell you. No, it's a thousand kilometers. The yes. first thousand kilometers. Yes. Home use is different. Home use is different. Or yeah, second hand <laughs> is different. So if it's brand new, the, the, the dealer will tell you. The dealer should but have normally, it's the first thousand kilometers. Yes. Mm. Right. So you got that one. Good afternoon, Osei. Call me a driver here Hyundai Santa Fe 2.0 Turbo. Lately, I realized that uh, my vehicle doesn't pick up speed as it used to whenever I accelerate. It takes time to pick up speed. What could be the problem? Well, the problems are many. Plenty. Plenty. Once again, if your fuel system is bad, your fuel pump is not delivering enough fuel, your fuel filter is choked, your uh, spark plugs are no good, the engine is not turned properly, you have a problem in the transmission, the engine power has dropped, all these things can cause the vehicle not to be pulling. But if it's a sensor or to do the electronics, then the check light will pop up. So the best thing is to have them run a diagnosis on it to make sure that they don't have any electronic uh, system or function there. Then they can look at the fuel filter physically, look at the spark plug physically, do a pressure test on the fuel pump, then it can be sorted out from there. All right. So this one sent to us at, uh, with our email. Mm. The email again is total.autoshow at gmail.com. Hello, Kwame. I use a Honda Civic 2006. It's a manual car. My car takes time before it starts when I turn on the key. 
I have changed the starter, but the problem persists. What could be the issue? Yes. In fact, if a bad battery can cause you to have difficult starting, if the fuel pump is not even enough fuel, you see, we are starting cold. I don't want to starting cold or, or warm. So, if the fuel system is not properly, is not working properly, can yeah. if the throttle body, if sometimes you have carbon deposits in the throttle body, yeah. in such a way that when you are starting the car, you don't have enough air coming in. Because remember, when you are starting the car, you have more fuel being uh, injected into the car. Because the idea is that some fuel will go waste. So when the engine has started, then the control, the, the correction method, the system sends the voice to control board, yeah. which now regulates the amount of fuel coming and they do the corrections. But when you are starting fresh, more fuel comes in later. So I don't know if it's a cold starting. It's possible that the throttle body may have a problem. So they have carbon deposits there, which is not allowing you to have more air into the system to neutralize the amount of fuel coming. Yeah. Or you have injectors which are dribbling. The injector is there. You're not able to hold itself in place. It, it Somebody say, then the, the fuel drops a little. So it means that you get more fuel than you need. That can also happen. It means sometimes even the key that you're using, the ignition switch as you are turning, yeah. the fuel system can also be faulty. Your battery can, can be the cause of the problem. It could be anything. So the best thing is to have a mechanic examine it and check what's happening. Just jump into the starter may or may not solve it. That's why we change the starter then. So it means that the problem was not from the starter in the first place. Yeah. The fact that the engine's car is having difficult start doesn't mean the starter issue. The starter could be, there could be a starter relay. There could even be a relay. There's a starter relay there. That can also cause it not to start quickly. Nice. All right, so this one says, good, let's, last two, last two, let's see if we can finish. Good evening, Jose Kwame. Please, I used a Suzuki Auto and I uh, have about uh, two months, wait, and have about two months. Okay. Go, but, mm-hmm. uh, okay, about two months ago, I bought a new engine and I've realized that it's consuming oil. I use synthetic oil. What might be wrong with my car? Well, if it's just a new engine, I don't know whether it's new as in new or new as in second hand. Home new use, to home new. use. If it's a home use engine, you don't know the state of the engine when you bought it. It's possible the engine itself was weak already before you bought. Yeah. So check. If there's no new oil, external oil leakages, there's likely that that engine you bought was weak before you bought it. In that case, it can be overhauled. Put in new rings and then you're ready to go. All right. New rings and you're ready to go. I drive a BMW 3 Series 2015. I use V-Power or Total Super 95. There are times the performance is really good. Other times it's not. What could be the reason? My mileage is 100,000 kilometers. Yeah, that, that's quite a mileage, but uh, I cannot tell why sometimes it's good, why sometimes it's not good. I don't know. The best thing is that what it means that it's not good, that same thing is having. We don't, that same thing that it sees, we don't know. I don't know the same thing. Is it because of power? Is it because of consumption? I cannot tell. So I, I would prefer him to let his mechanic have a look at the car. Then he describes to him what it means is not good. The symptoms that he get, then with that symptoms that he describes to him, he should be able to uh, get to the bottom of the problem and then help him out. Or yeah. he can send us an email and give us more and better particulars. Yeah. <laughs> so the email address uh, is um, total.autoshow at gmail.com. Total.autoshow at gmail.com. Today we've been able to cover our maintenance issues and driving habits, thankfully. Your calls were very much appreciated, your messages as well. My name is Jose Kwame. We'll be back next week. Like I said, we're recapping a lot of the conversations we've had this season on the Auto Show. And we're happy to have you join us all, well, every week, if I should say. Stay tuned. Sports Flash is coming your way.
Enjoy the rest of your day. Drive safe. If you have any issues, the email address again is total.autoshow at gmail.com. Thank you, Mr. Mensa and Jeffrey Sapon. Adios for now. Mm-hmm.